Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. All right, ACMs were last night. Hope you guys watched. What a night. I'm here. I'm a little loopy. But we'll get through it, right, everybody? You yeah. usually do. Yeah, I'm loopy like three, we'll three, three days a week anyway. So. We got you, man. Yeah, what, what's the difference? Okay, this is a tough one. And what happens is I'm going to read the question. I go to Eddie first. He has no time to think about oh it. Oh, my gosh. So the other two get time to think about it. So I'm going to ask it to you. Okay. And then I'll give you a second, okay? What's the biggest regret of your life? Oh, <laughs> oh boy. What's her name? Oh, my goodness. Right. Her name. So, what's the biggest regret? I'll go first. That'd be great. Because it gives everybody a little time to think about it. The biggest regret of my life. I have two that are one professional, one personal. Personally, it was not coming back from college to spend more time with my grandmother. Because she was a big part of raising me, and I was always, oh, I can't, I gotta work, I gotta school, I got whatever. So I never, almost never came back home. And I regret that because when she died, I was like, dang it. Now, professionally, I hate to say I pushed a button. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't really a, it, it was a sound effect that was, I mean, listen, I think officially Ray played it, if we're being honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> but I told him to because I was in I was in Dallas when it happened. We were doing the show, I was on the road, and this sound effect aired. Yada yada yada. Got fined a million bucks by the FCC. I didn't get any from that. A lot of times in my life and career, when I've messed up, I've learned something from it. There's a big lesson that was taught in that, and I go, that was valuable. Glad it happened. Not happy it happened then, but now I've taken. I didn't, I didn't learn crap from that. I know what it's like to be deposed by lawyers. Mm. I know what it's like. I mean, it sucked. Yeah. It just sucked. So that, the million dollar plus fine by the FCC for what it did. You know what? Let's just say it. What Ray did. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ray? That's what we're going with now? 
Uh, that's probably mine there. Eesh. Eddie, biggest regret. All right, I've been thinking about it. I, I just, I regret not doing better at school. Like, because when I graduated from high school, all my friends went to college, and I was like, college? How did you guys, when did you guys apply? Like, what? Where Everyone goes to college? So then I was like two years late. I had to stay in my hometown and do all of my basic stuff before I could even apply to a college. And that took two years of my life, man. I lived at home. It was terrible. Lunchbox? It's going to class. Uh, in college, I went to- You regret going to class? Yeah, yeah. In college- I drove to College Station to try out for the real world road rules open casting call. And when I left that table, I knew I was awesome. I dominated it. Went back home to San Antonio and I had a night class, economics. And I got back in time for it and I was like, well, I might as well go to class. And I came home from class and there was caller ID, area code 323. And I was like, hey, roommate, who called you from 323? I don't know who that is. Asked my brother, who called you from 323? I don't know. Looked it up. It was LA. They called. If I wouldn't have gone to class, I'd have had that call. Gosh, why did I go to class? But then you might not be here now. Yeah, who cares? I'd be on the real world of road rules. But don't you think if they really wanted him, they would have called a second called time. Back? You don't just call once on right. somebody nope. that's surprised right. and go like, well, he didn't answer. Screw it. Next person. <laughs> Especially if it's somebody that you really want. No, they wanted me. But then they would have called again. No, nah, I'm telling you, this is how One what? time only? At a dime? <laughs> Pay phone, one call prison? What? It, it, it was an open casting call, so they were doing the callbacks the next day. So they didn't have time to sit there and call people they back. They could have called again. And they didn't do it. 323. Three, I don't know why they didn't call the cell phone. I had it in my pocket, but they didn't. They called the house phone, didn't leave a message. And that you would think my... they'd have called both. Okay, didn't get him here. Right. It listed the other I, number. I agree. I don't they know. They must why. not have wanted you that no, much. No, they did. They, they wouldn't have called us. Or maybe they called and realized they called the wrong person. Oh, crap. Oh, that's on yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Amy? Mine would be not asking my parents more questions because I've lost both my mom and my dad. And there's things now I want to know, and I have no way to know. Wow, that's a good one. Like, no way. Even even if it's like some of it's deep stuff, but other stuff's like, what was the recipe for this? Yeah, And that. I don't have it. In a way, I guess my situation is I never know my family medical history. Because didn't know my dad my whole life. My mom died in her 40s, too. So I was like, all right, so do you have a history of... I just, doctor, stop. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know any of that. No family. I don't know anything. So maybe I should have just had it charted at like four. Hey, Papa, I know you're leaving. Would you put down all your... All our medical <laughs> oh, history? <man. laughs> no, son, I won't. Ugh. Dang, Papa, come on. Don't go. And then the truck drove off, and I had a medical journal empty. Uh, that's terrible. That's how my life <laughs> I don't even want to laugh. Oh, yeah, you do. All right, thank you. <laughs> Time for the mailbag. You send an email, and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I've been asked to be the best man at the wedding of my best friend. But I've since learned there is a catch. It seems that behind the scenes, my friend's fiance has been expressing concerns about my sense of humor and is now demanding editorial control of my reception toast. <laughs> to be honest, I don't even know what to say of these things. I haven't planned anything yet. I do my best work when I wing it. That said, it's better to just play ball. Should I do that? Or should I write something cheesy? Or just go for it in the moment? Signed, Best Man Matt. Here's the thing, first of all, anybody that says they just do better winging it, I've never in my life met somebody who just does better winging it. Because you can wing it and be pretty good, but you can also prepare something and wing off your prepared and be great. So I've never met someone who is absolutely the best when winging it. It doesn't exist. You can 
You can be somebody that wings at times off of your prepared remarks. I do that constantly. But when you wing it, even if it comes off really good, you could have done better. And sometimes when you wing it, it goes real bad because you winged it. Here's what I'm going to say, though. I ain't letting anybody tell me how to do my toast. If <laughs> they've asked me to do it, then you've asked me to do it. If not... No editorial control, as he says. <laughs> bro, this ain't Fox News. <laughs> but I, but it's their day, not yours. Then don't ask him to do it. Mm. Okay. If, if you want him to do it, then let him do it. I think that's kind of what she's saying, though. Like, I'm a little worried about your speech. May not want you to do it. Then don't do it. Oh, man. It's your voice, not meaning your physical voice. It's your voice, your thoughts, your stories. You you should be able to tell that. If you want to tell it and you're worried about her, because let me tell you, that sounds like a control freak to me. If Caitlin ever says something to Eddie, like, I'm going to control your speech at the wedding. I think I should tell you what she told me then. <laughs> she didn't say anything. But Eddie's not a loose cannon. <laughs> right, right. Now, if Lunchbox was doing the speech, then Caitlin would be like, I'm a little worried about that. Well, Ray, we had to say something too, because he drinks way too much there you go mm-hmm. and so we said hey Ray will you just chill out for this one wedding editorial control that was not editorial control <laughs> that was Raymundo control you can even say yeah sure have editorial control once you get up on the mic there's nothing you can do that's true it's like live TV once it's on it's on you do whatever you want to do so I would not be comfortable with somebody telling me they want to look at my speech it's like Eddie and I did this show once oh, together no. on local TV <laughs> And they, hey, hey, we deserve that though. A little and bit. they wanted to look at all the jokes, all the jokes we had, all my jokes we do on cue cards. And I was like, no chance, never, no way. And we wrote them all on the cue cards. We never let them see them. And they came in right before and grabbed our cue cards and looked at them. And then we also did a bit. We got in trouble before, and then the show ended right after that. But still, <laughs> we did it. Yeah. And we, <laughs> we did not let them control. We us. did not let them control That's us. Right. Dang it! Well, the whole network went under. It wasn't right. just us. <laughs> I wouldn't let her control me. And if she's just so overbearing, I would say, okay. And then I'd write something so nice and plain and gentle. And then I would get up and do what I wanted to do. You owe it to him to do that speech, though. That's what I'm going to say. Okay? Okay. Why are you looking at me like that? Well, because I'm just like, I, why would you purposely go up there, tell her you're going to do one way, and then... Because she won't leave do, you alone. I know, and then do what you're going to do, and yeah. then potentially make the reception or you the rest of it He asked you annoyed. to do that because he, you're his best man. Mm-hmm. He knows who you are. Mm-hmm. He knows why he's your best friend. He doesn't want you to get up there, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, you're uh, Bill Gates... Speaking at a lecture. Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody, this mm-hmm. is what I'd like to say about the newest chip. And no, God dang it, do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I, I'm not saying I would be like her at all. I just understand if, if she wants to. I'd even go harder if it were me. Control her wedding. <laughs> she hadn't heard winging. <laughs> right. So I get to, I'm so competitive. Okay, yeah, I'm going to. Here, here's my thing. Oh, he's a nice guy. We met in eighth grade. Well, I get up there, turn into straight Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, wow, wow. Hickory, Hickory Doc. Dickory Doc. <laughs> For those that are young, look it up. No, no, don't do that. Uh, you got to do the speech. If she won't stop, give her a, a fun, easy one, and then get up and do your own thing. But don't just wing it because you'll get everybody in trouble there. All right, thank you. Close up the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Parker McCollum. All right, new album's out today, which, by the way, and we're going to play some of this stuff, but... You told us about a song that made you really sad. It was a really sad song, a piano ballad here, right? It, yes, it made me sad. Well, why do you say it like that? Because I'm about to go to it. I want to see you get sad here yeah. in person. I don't know if I don't know if it makes me sad, but I think it's a, it's a sad song for sure. The album is called Never Enough. It's out now. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Wow. Here it is. Have your heart again. We'll cling to it to the bitter end. 
could have your heart again. Oh, yeah, it makes me feel good, actually. Maybe. Wow. I've had that melody for like six years and yeah. finally finished it with Ashley Gorley. Uh, when you say you had the melody, did you have the, without all the words, it, ah, da, da. Um, did, what was the melody you had? Uh, it was just, it was just the melody, just, you know, mumbling over, um, so I know you and I know me and I know that I'm not what you need. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. in my head right now. It'd be real easy to do on tour every night. Yeah. <laughs> wait. Do you ever record a song and go, now I have to sing this back because I, it was such a hard song to sing? No, I, I've always been kind of, you know, honest with myself about my ability. I've never tried to do anything too crazy. That's probably the craziest right there. Do you play piano? A little bit. Did you study piano or take lessons ever? Mm -mm. So how do you play piano? I just kind of learned some stuff on YouTube when I was like high school. And, um, you know, my keys player, Charlie, will teach me some stuff every now and then. That's cool. Like he has to give you lessons. You pay him. Uh, I do not pay him for his lessons. No, but, but you, pay him, you pay him for like... Yeah, yeah. He's, on, keys player. he's on salary. Absolutely. So, and he has great health insurance. <laughs> so the lessons are free. Yeah. Uh, this is track one. This is Hurricane. Play a little bit of that, Ray. Why track one? I always like track ones and the story behind why that goes first. Man, I just always think about tempo. Um, I probably overthink the sequ sequencing of the record too much. I sit on it for probably a month trying to push, push stuff around, see what kind of tells the story the best, you know, try to be in chronological order, but it's banging. It's a great show opener, so I thought it'd be a good record opener. Two other notes about the album, then a couple other questions. Mm -hmm. But the first note is, if when I was listening through, I like Ryan Bieber a lot. I like, him as a, I like him as a dude. He's a great I like guy. him as an artist. I like mm -hmm. him as a songwriter. And so this song, it's uh, number nine, is called Speed. You and Ryan wrote this together. Mm -hmm. So play a little bit of that, Raymundo. You won't always be hung up on speed. So you guys are writing that song. Where'd that come from? Like the genesis of that idea in that song? The word speed, I, you know, really kind of developed this insane obsession with muscle cars, um, new and classic and, um, Driving fast has always been something that I've liked since I was a kid, and um, I just thought about writing a song. And it was funny, I didn't even think about Montgomery Gentry's song, Speed, whenever I was like, oh, I've got to write a song called Speed. That's a great title. I um, didn't either, too, now that you say that. But it didn't I even cross my mind yeah, until same. afterwards. Why, did people say something to you about it? No, I thought about it oh. when I was doing the sequencing. I'm like, ah. Oh. There is a song called Speed. But probably a hundred, though, yeah, just called Speed. Yeah, yeah. I'll, that, one, I'm glad I really like that song because, again, Thank I like you. Ryan and I like you, too. And then the other note was, you know, you are, again, a prolific songwriter. So for me to see a song that you chose that you didn't write means a lot mm -hmm. because that means you just loved the song. And there's only, if I'm right, one on the record. Mm -hmm. That's the case. And before I play it, so it's Things I Never Told You. Why'd you pick this song? Um, I mean, it's every now and then people send me songs all the time and I don't really cut outside songs very often. I've only cut one before. It's Like a Cowboy. Stapleton and Big Alley Anderson wrote it like two decades ago. Um, and uh, But I fell in love with the song after listening to it one time. This song was, was no different. And then I heard the line, you know, I had a Playboy stashed in a Johnny Cash LP sleeve in my room. And I was like, damn, I wish I would have written that line. I'm going to sing that song. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Parker McCollum. His album's out today. Never enough. Also, ParkerMcCollum.com to get tickets to his tour, which runs all through the fall. I'm going to do three uncomfortable questions from our listeners that they've asked. Are you ready? Sure. Question number one. How did Parker McCollum get famous? Parker McCollum is not famous. Um, Parker McCollum has a great following and a very loyal <laughs> fan base and is very blessed to get to do it on the I'd level say he you're does. I'd say you're famous. I don't know. It takes somebody else to say that. I would say you're famous. 
Do you ever go into a restaurant or a bar? Or they're just like, hey, somebody took care of your dinner. I still fly commercial quite a bit. But that's so. okay. That means you're smart. It's, or I'm just not. If I was, I mean, like, you think about, <laughs> you mean, think J-Lo going to be in the. Well, I didn't say you were J-Lo. Yeah. I mean, she's but like. She, but they, that's who I think of when I think of famous. Okay, fair like, enough. That's famous. Yeah. Now, does you know. Parker McCollum pay for his friends if they go on vacation with him? Uh, Do you pay for their, your friends' vacations? I have before. That's okay. Mm. See? Dang. That's cool. I wish we were better friends. <laughs> All right. Has Parker McCollum ever kept underwear a fan has thrown on stage? We, uh, yes. Yeah. All right. There you go. There's a, and now I feel uncomfortable too. <laughs> huh. That's uncomfortable questions. <laughs> not that I like. Not that I personally kept them. Yeah. But um, they did. They were. There was. There was. They stayed on the bus for more than 24 hours. There he is, Parker McCollum. The album's out. It's called Never Enough. ParkerMcCollum.com. Let's clap for our friend Parker McCollum, everybody. Good to see you, buddy. Let her go, Parker. <laughs> it's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. FedEx pilots Terry Edson and Nicole McAllister made history by becoming the first mother and daughter duo to co-pilot an international flight. It's so special that it's mom and daughter, but it's two women that are doing it. So it's inspiring. It's in the news. And putting it out there shows other young women, hey, I could be a pilot. This isn't just something that men get to do. I was on a plane once with a mom and daughter. It was international. Oh, the they, pilots? They were flying? Were both mom and daughter? No, just mom and daughter on the plane. No, I'm just kidding. It was pilots. <laughs> yes, it was pilots. And what's cool is they did it around the same time frame that Amelia Earhart had her first transatlantic flight. So same time frame, like not same year, like same season. Definitely like, not the same year. Season of the year. It just yeah. happened, same season. It was from Tennessee to like South Korea. Wow. Yeah, how'd you know that? I follow the news, Amy. I know you think I just a big hit over here. Yeah, it's a 15 hour flight, take off from Memphis and land in South Korea. Do they have a third pilot on there? Because at 15 hours, that's a long time. And who are you talking to back there? Boxes? Mm. Packages? Christmas presents. There ain't nobody back there to hang out with. You know, it, for example, when we take a bus, if we're on the road touring and our driver has to drive over eight hours, we have to have a second driver. They switch out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just drive. That has never happened. <laughs> no chance. But I wonder if for 15-hour flights, they have to have another pilot on there. But they are. Like, there's the... No, no, more than two, I'm saying. Oh. Because if they're both flying... The, so, and what's cool too is the mom, she started off as a flight attendant before coming a pilot. Mm -hmm. And then the daughter, she was in the Air Force. So, That's and then pretty she cool. transitioned and now they both work at FedEx together, which is kind of the, the sweet gig if you go. If also, you're a how pilot. do they get packages somewhere overnight? Like, that's wild to me. Yes. So they can do that overnight? Because it's got to go to, like, one place and send out to another mm -hmm. and a hub there and then go there, here, there, 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 everywhere, there, there. And it's like crazy. They can do it overnight. Yeah, it's nuts. What about those dudes riding ponies back in the day? Express. Yeah, that they weren't overnight. Oh, they weren't. But, but, but <laughs> honestly, months. when they got a letter three months later, they're probably like, "This is so amazing." So how did they do that? Three months letter. later. Yes. <laughs> right. All right, great story. That is what it's all about. That was tell me something good. It's time for easy trivia. Let's go around. Here we go. Eddie, you're up first. What show member is three credits short of their degree? Ooh, that's Lunchbox. That's correct. The category is Bobby Bone Show. Morgan, on what podcast does Kickoff Kevin appear? Your podcast, 25 Whistles. Correct. Amy, what show member has always dreamed of being on Big Brother? Oh, that's Susan Raimundo. Correct. And Abby, what show member has a dog named Kara? Uh, Amy. That's correct. Okay, so it's very easy. That's all show questions. We knew you'd get all those. But Eddie has four points. Amy has three. Morgan won. Abby, zero. One more win, Eddie. It's over. You're the champ again. It's over. If you miss a question, you're eliminated and you hear this. You've been boned. 
There is no lunchbox. He'll come back next season. But Abby's playing. No, you're, you are playing, right? <laughs> yeah. Zero next to your name. <laughs> Abby, you, oh, are you playing, Abby? Playing. Yes. Okay, here we go. The category is 90s pop. Easy trivia. Eddie. Come on. Your tiara looks extra sparkly today. It is extra sparkly. The championship tiara. I think it's smelling a win. Uh, the iconic boy band. Which one was it that gained massive popularity in the 90s with hits like I Want It That Way and Everybody? I want it that way. Tell me why. That is Backstreet Boys. That is correct. The category is 90s pop, Morgan. Which popular star gained massive popularity in the 90s with hits like Baby One More Time and Oops, I Did It Again? That's Britney Spears. Correct. Which singer, Amy, won multiple Grammys for songs like My Heart Will Go On and Because You Loved Me in the 90s? My Heart Will Go On because you, because you, because you love me. Which singer won multiple Grammys for her songs My Heart Will Go On and Because You Love Me from the 90s? Celine Dion. Correct. It's a Titanic song. Yeah. I know the, I know My Heart Will Go On is the second song that threw me, so I was just trying Who to be careful. cares about the second one? Well, yeah. well, that can be how it goes. Abby. Which iconic boy band gained massive popularity with hits like Tearing Up My Heart and I Want You Back? Tearing Up My Heart. That would be... I gotta... Okay. I'm thinking in my head because I don't want to mess this up. That is NSYNC. That is correct. NSYNC. Wow. There you go. Nice job. Okay, everybody moves on to the next round. Here we go. Dang. A little quicker, guys. Easy trivia. The category's big stuff. Hmm? Okay. Eddie, what's the name of the largest ocean? What? Uh, 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 let's go Pacific. Correct. Ah! Wow. Morgan, what's the name of the largest desert? The Sahara Desert. Correct. Amy, what's the highest mountain in the world? Everest. Correct. Abby, what's the name of the largest state in the United States by area? <laughs> the biggest state, basically, land. Oh, man. <laughs> Alaska. Correct. Okay. That's crazy. Jeez. The next category is the 80s. What was the name of the popular arcade game released in 1980 where players controlled a character who had to avoid ghosts while collecting dots? Pac-Man. Eddie, that's correct. Morgan, this is going to be tough for you. Oh, I know. Just because it's the 80s. Maybe not, though. Morgan, what pop star known for hits like Billie Jean and Beat It became an international sensation in the 80s? Just Beat It. I mean, I think that's Michael Jackson. Is that your answer? Yeah. Correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, which rock band known for living on a prayer and you give love a bad name gained massive popularity in the 80s? Oh, like I live living on a you give love a bad name. I'm just get ah, Bon Jovi. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Abby, what was the name of the popular movie released in 1985 that featured a time traveling DeLorean and an eccentric inventor? Uh, back to the Future. Correct. Everybody's still in. Here oh we go. Goodness. Shredder in Superhero Villains. Shredder is the arch nemesis of what group of heroes, Eddie? The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Correct. Morgan, Venom and Green Goblin are villains of what superhero? Spider-Man. Correct. Amy, the Joker is the arch nemesis of who? Batman. Correct. Abby, Thanos is the yeah. arch nemesis of what group of superheroes? The Avengers. Correct. Everybody's still in. We're all We're <laughs> The category is classic country. Eddie, what's the name of the country music group known for Elvira and Bobby Sue? Oak Ridge Boys. Correct. Wow. Wow. That's pretty good. Morgan, what's the name of the country music group with hits like The Devil Went Down to Georgia and Long-Haired Country Boy? Ah! Why can't I remember it? The name of the country music group known for The Devil Went Down to Georgia and Long-Haired Country Boy. Yeah, I can see it. 
nope. You've oh, been not there. Not there. Oh, that I is the Charlie, Charlie Daniels. Yeah. Movie. It was yeah. coming out. I of was. I was, was trying. I heard the chicha. Yeah. Yeah. Amy, who is the country music artist known for hits like "Stand by Your Man" and "D I V O R C E"? Uh, okay. Oh. Loretta Lynn. Incorrect. Dang it! No. You've been. Yeah, why? Why next? Tammy Wynette. Abby, come on. I, uh, do I just win? I should have well, if, if she misses it, oh, you Let's do. go, Abby. Come Abby, on. come on. Oh, Abby, no. if you miss it, Eddie's a champ again. Come on, Abby. Okay. Abby, who is the country music artist known for hits like Coal Miner's Daughter and Don't Come Home a Drinkin'? I was born. Um, okay, that's Loretta Lynn. Correct. Oh, oh, no. oh, no. We have two remaining. Good job. Historic <laughs> years. Oh, Eddie, what U.S. war started in 2003? 2003, that was the uh, Desert Storm. I'll accept it. Oh, wow. That's, <gasps> wait, Mike, is that the same? That's Iraq. That's Desert Storm's a different one. That's really nice. Yeah. Are you sure? It's totally wrong. It's wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. They're in the desert. It's wrong. You know what I mean? It's wrong. And, and when we went in, there was like a storm. It's wrong. Thank you, Judge. I feel you, but it's wrong. You know what I mean? Abby. <laughs> to, Abby, to win. Okay. Did you get this right? You win for the first time Come and on, you Abby. keep okay. Eddie out of Think it. Think really hard, Abby. Abby, what war ended in 1945? 1945, Vietnam War. Oh, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Incorrect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vietnam was like late 60s, so, 70s. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wasn't here. So. <laughs> <laughs> 45 was World <laughs> like, War II. Dang it! Yeah. Uh, same historic years, Eddie. What famous ship sank in 1912? The Titanic. Correct. <gasps> Abby, what famous wall came down in 1989? What the Berlin the Wall. Correct. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. How's she getting this? Here we go. The arts is the category ah, in easy trivia. Eddie versus Abby. Here we go. Eddie, who wrote the poem, The Raven? Ooh, that's a great poem by Robert Frost. That's incorrect. What? <laughs> that is Edgar Allan Poe. No! Oh, you did? Yeah, I actually Abby, who painted the Mona Lisa? Oh, my gosh. Okay, the Mona Lisa. She looks like that. Oh, Van Gogh. Incorrect. <laughs> Dang it. Why am I doing It is Da Vinci. I knew that. Eddie, the arts, who painted the famous painting Starry Night? Oh, that's a beautiful painting by Van Gogh. Correct. <laughs> Come on, baby. Abby, who wrote Hamlet. Uh, Shakespeare. Correct. Dang Moving you. on. The category is U.S. government. Eddie. What? How many senators are there? How many senators? There are 50 senators. Incorrect. What? Yeah. Yeah. Times two. There's 100. No. Abby. How many terms can a president serve? The max is... <laughs> For the win. <laughs> No pressure. Two. Correct. One. Oh, no! Though. Like, it's fun to go game seven. Like, it's fun to go all the way. Wow, Abby with the first one. Congratulations, Yay! Abby. That's the easy trivia. Eddie chose and Abby won. <laughs> Here's a voicemail from Kira, who lives in Texas. Hi, Bobby. I had a question. So, you mentioned a while back that you were going to be on, I want to say it was Kevin Hart's game show that's like a video call thing. Do you know when that's going to air? Because um, I want to watch it. That's all. 
It aired on E! already. It was Jimmy Allen. So they invited Jimmy to be the celebrity player, and they're like, bring any friend you want. So Jimmy invited me to go play with him. So it wasn't about me. I was just there to support Jimmy. We won, by the way. Because some of it was trivia, some of it, listen, we were not going to be denied. But we won. It's over, though, right? Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah, well, who knows who won? <laughs> Wait, what? It ain't about the win anyway. <laughs> we crushed. We crushed people. Yeah, but it wasn't me. And some people were like, wow, you you know, you know, weren't like super boisterous or loud. I wasn't there to take control of the show. I was just there to be a follower and a good teammate, and that's what I was. I can't go into Jimmy. They invite Jimmy and take it over, yeah. make it about me. It's hard for me to do, to be honest <laughs> with you. But dang it, I did it, and we won, so... That's what's up. It's on E. It, maybe it's on Peacock if you look at it. And I have no idea who won. Yeah, no idea. Me neither. <laughs> who cares? The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So some Harvard-trained doctors shared hidden signs that you're not sleeping enough. Number one, you're always tired. <laughs> That's not very hidden. Number two, you're awake all night. <laughs> those are the top two that I have. Are those okay. on the list? They sort of are, yeah, so I'll just run through it. Uh, if it takes you 30 minutes or longer to fall asleep. I don't have trouble falling asleep. I have trouble not waking up 20 minutes after I fall asleep, or I wake up and my heart's like this at three hours after I've gone to sleep. You hardly ever remember your dreams. I don't dream. You only wow. have that nightmare every once in a while? If I do dream, it's always a nightmare, and it's never when I've worked the next day, but I don't dream. I mean, maybe four times a year. This one you hit on, you're still tired and you don't feel rested when you wake up. That's right now? Or is it just part of the story? It's oh, okay. Oh, got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're hungry more often and crave junk food. I love sugar. Oh, I'd marry it. You, well, yeah. You wake up earlier than you want to. Yeah, uh, this job's stupid. Go ahead. You're sometimes sleepy throughout the day. Always. You frequently wake up once or more during the night. Every night. You often lie awake in bed worrying with thoughts that are racing in your mind. Yeah, but yeah. And I'm, then I'm always like trying to make deals with myself. If I get to sleep right now, if I get to sleep the next 20 minutes, I'll get four. If I get to uh, not, not this is like my third book about me. This is my third. Go ahead. Well, I, I know. I know you're considering uh, doing a sleep no, study, but I feel sleep. like this is a study right here. I'm doing one. I'm, I'm doing one. Go ahead. Uh, your eyes are puffy, red, dark circles. No, I have glasses, so who knows? Oh. And then your emotions are all over the place, swinging yeah. from anger to anxiety to sadness. No, anxiety. Or if all that happens, you never know because I'm, I'm, I'm me, you know? You don't ever like know. Like it's happening in there. It just doesn't happen. Who knows? You'll never know. Too sleepy to tell you. All right, what else you got? <laughs> okay. There's some new wedding rules for 2023, like times they are a changing. Okay. And I'm kind of here for it. If you travel from out of town to the wedding, you don't have to get the couple of gifts because you are the gift. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's kind of been around for a bit though, huh? I think I still think maybe you should go to the registry and get something not expensive. Mm. Like but the I, silverware. Yeah, just so they don't like secretly resent you. Not that I would, but I mean, <laughs> I don't even want gifts. We still have gifts. We're like, we have seven of these. But okay, I, I feel that. Go ahead. It's fine if someone else wants to wear white. Yeah, unless it's a white dress that a woman is wearing. I don't know. That's weird for me because I don't care, but I can understand why people care. But okay, go ahead. No one has to walk you down the aisle. You can just... That's weird. You're just like a wanderer. Who's the wandering person? Oh, wow, wow. We just wandered into this place. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Go ahead. No kids at weddings. Totally like a thing. We didn't have kids at weddings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, no and wedding. 
Wait, y'all's was in the summer, too, because it says here, no outdoor summer weddings. Ooh, you did that, Bones. Yeah, we did, but, you know, we're rule breakers. <laughs> we're outlaws. The rebels. Yeah. All right, what else? Yeah, and you, y'all were nice, though. I think you had fans coming from a tree or something. Well, that fan wasn't hitting me because I was sweating. <laughs> but you're back there with me. You're back there with me. All right, what else? Um, and it's entirely fine to deny anyone a plus one for any reason. Yeah, we did because we were limited. So there were people, like, I don't think Morgan had a boyfriend. So we were like, Morgan, can't bring anybody. Yeah, no, I didn't bring anyone. We didn't let anybody that didn't have a significant, significant just show up with a date. Yeah. Like a random. Yeah, because we were, like, paying too much for food and stuff. We were like, ah. Eh, eh. We did that to a few people. We barely let Eddie's wife come. Uh, yeah, what? What? Oh, <laughs> I didn't know I'm that part. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. All right, what else? We all love Alan Jackson, so I've got some facts about him that we maybe didn't know. He first wore a cowboy hat to cover a scar. Hmm. Where? His forehead? Uh, yeah, he had one or on like his, on head. Top of his head. Because he could just grow hair. No, he had to do it. So he either had to get a certain kind of haircut or just wear the cowboy hat. It's good to go. His wife's maiden name is also Jackson. So did she ever change her name? Ooh. She didn't have to. She can say she did. Or, mm-hmm. <laughs> and nothing changed. Exactly. <laughs> go ahead. Would you be worried that, I guess, do you get a DNA test just in case? <laughs> That's an interesting question. I don't think they had them back then, though. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of his first breaks came on a reality TV show, TNN's You Can Be a Star. Mm. That's pretty cool. Well, it's like it turns a ni- out he could. <laughs> 1986. And then he named his first band after a box of nails. What was his band called? The Box Nail. of Nails? Dixie Steel. Oh, okay. it's a brand. Yeah. Okay, here we go. This is happening tomorrow night. We want you to be listening on your favorite radio station. We're also doing the deal where you can go to movie theaters and watch. But our iHeart Country Festival from Austin, Texas, it's Luke Bryan and Kane Brown and Carly Pierce and Parker McCollum. There's so many people. Jordan Davis, our guest today, Bailey Zimmerman. So listen on an iHeart radio station or on the iHeart Country channel on the iHeart app, and you can listen to it all. For more information, iHeartRadio.com slash Country Festival. Go check it out. It's going to be awesome. That's it. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Also, the ACMs were last night. Entertainer of the Year went to Chris Stapleton. Like, find me somebody who doesn't love Chris Stapleton, and I will say you should not have found that person because I don't like him. Chris Stapleton, Entertainer of the Year. Congrats, Chris. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. There's a great granny in Southern California. It's like, oh, let me take the great grandkid out for the day. I'm going to do some shopping. I'll watch him. No problem. So she parks the car, gets the stroller out, the kid, ah, ah, puts the kid in the stroller, straps him in, and then she turns back to get something out of the car. Only problem is she's on an incline. And there goes the baby. And it was because the wind whoosh, blew the stroller. It starts rolling down the hill, heading towards traffic where the cars are whoosh, er, er, going 40 miles an hour. Granny realizes her mistake. She takes off running, running. Boom! She trips and falls, face plants oh, into God the cement. I, I kind of figured that was going to happen. Oh, you did? Because yeah. it was I Granny? Granny, you know. And downhill, and downhill. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious no, to see. No, no, no. Hilarious to see her fall. No, I don't like that either. <laughs> and then, out of nowhere... It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's Ron Nessman. He comes to the rescue, running off the sidewalk, grabs the stroller before it rolls into traffic. Phew. Great story. All the stuff had to go wrong that could possibly go wrong. But I heard a parrot at some point in that story. A parrot? Yeah. What? 
I think that was traffic. That was the baby crying. Oh, that was the baby crying. Okay. That was the baby crying getting put into the stroller. Like, you're taking him out of the car seat, putting him in the stroller. It's the baby crying. Thought I heard, well, now it sounds like a crow. I thought I heard a a bird of some sort. Oh, no, no, no. Nothing like that. But I'm going to tell you, this video, if you watch it, it. watch the grain, eat it. She does eat it, and that sucks. (laughs) But guys, it's rolling right toward a car, like a, not a highway. That's so scary. Look at this. This is CBS News Los Angeles. That baby just fr- That grandma eats it. I don't like to watch it anymore. That grandma eats <laughs> oh, it. Oh, no. That grandma eats it. All right, I good mean, story. Yeah. The baby is saved. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast! podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 